Previously on the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Did you happen to see that uh, newly released footage of the QAnon shaman? Like, uh, I don't know what happened. Uh, but apparently- pretty sure Gideon did. Let's go. No, yeah, no but apparently at some point he got his hands on a uh, churro and he was running around the capital. <laughs> Are you serious? With the churro on his forehead. Are you serious? Like, like he was a bull. Like a this- cinnamon sugar swirled horn. boy what a theme song baby that fucking slaps it rocks it, it rules it's a bop it, it is bangs it's a zinger a hell banger. yeah god dang How, i'm pumped we have a new show if this is not your this isn't your slightly older uncle's yeah po- uh, podcast but it's not the new nostalgic front no, we are the nostalgic front. We are taking it back. Taking it back. Yeah. Those fuckers trying to keep it. Who is that? Is that Paul McCartney? No. Who does that? Oh, is that Michael McDonald? Yeah, man. Which, which doobie you be? Oh, wow. What are you asking? I like Oh, that. by the way, I watched a couple episodes of Yacht Rock again mm, uh, yeah. a couple weeks ago. Oh, chef's Very kiss. good. Very chef's, good. Webster. That's how you... It, does that come across on a podcast? Yeah. And you go, chef's kiss. Mm, chef kiss. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I always thought it was called Jeff's kiss. And I was like, who's Jeff? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Uh, buddy, what? Now, this is the new show. So uh, buckle up, NFers. We got a format. We're buckle set. up. How are you doing? Tell me about yourself. Uh, me? Well, yeah. Patrick, you know, yeah. goes without saying, I am fantastic. Yeah. Okay, maybe we're not going to be able to do that same goddamn uh, 15 minutes of gun sounds like we used to do. But I did uh, it. We do it up top because we have a high energy song. Yeah, it's so good. Did you hear Uh, me? I did hear you and I loved it. Uh, However, my my mouth gun drums are never going to be as good as uh, NF or Josh McClain's. Oh, yeah. Those are real drums. You guys aren't listening to Heels, go listen to their fucking fantastic albums on Spotify, iTunes. Uh, Memphis uh, Music Royalty uh, did our new theme song for the new series, the new season, the new reboot. Keep getting beaten out by Lucero for best band in Memphis. Oh, you like Lucero. I like loose arrows like in uh, Robin Hood. Oh, sure. Yeah. He lets those arrows loose. Oh, oh wow. Uh, so on this new show, we can do updates and stuff. I have an update. Okay. Ready? My foot fell asleep. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's cool. That's yeah, cool. man. Uh, so we have, so listeners, you guys can't, uh, audio, maybe you hear it. I talked a little bit about it in the previous series of this show, but I have a new little studio and I have a new chair. I got like oh, a oh, desk wait, chair. And Patrick. Oh, no, wait, is there more news? Yeah, sorry to interrupt. Uh, I also have an update. Oh, bidi 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 bidi. That's all, folks. No, I I really check this out. Yeah. Uh, here's an update. Um, May 29th, ninth, uh, two thousand nine. Yeah. It's when uh, Up released to theaters. <laughs> Shit, it's an update. Okay. Yeah, an up- <laughs> oh boy, that's fun. Oh, speaking of which, you got a little Up dog on oh. your uh, microphone there. <laughs> 
what have you been up to, man? What have you been uh, doing? Anything fun? Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, just started Dune. Oh, my gosh. The book or the movie? Uh, the book. Oh, wow. Uh, Good fucking luck, brother. <laughs> really? I Well, here's what I'm doing. Yeah. There's, uh, I found a podcast. Oh, sure. That does an hour-long podcast, basically, in all the chapters. Oh, cool. And I have the audio book, so uh, okay. I'm just going to go through. Uh, the podcast is called Spice World. Oh, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know nothing about no Dune. Yeah, but, I re- uh, I uh, I audio listened to one of tried to audio listen to the book. It's I like the movie. I love the idea, the universe, the story. I watched a lot of episodes of Children of Dune once, but I I am too goddamn dumb to it take those names yeah. and all that stuff in. I can't totally. do it. That's why I'm the uh, podcast. Yeah, I'm going to start breaking it down with a podcast to supplement the show. Oh, you should do your own podcast that is a supplement to the podcast that's a supplement to the novel, you know? Well, I mean, the segment... Talk in Spice World. <laughs> the segment basically is. Oh, sure. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, I'll tell you what I did. Uh, I watched um, a film from 1933 called King Kong. You ever seen this? Yes. The original one? No, I've heard about it. I've never yeah. seen it. It is... First off, my grandpa saw it when he was a little kid. And it uh, it scared the shit out of him. Like he didn't want to go to movies again ever because of it. Because oh, yeah. it scared him so much. And I watched it last night and a lot of issues, a lot of problems with it. It's fine. It's it's it, the monkey looks great. I don't think it looks all that fakey the way people talk about it. But I think they've really missed some sort of theme because like there's not really a theme. And at the end, you're like, how was I supposed to feel <laughs> like, you know, like they kidnapped this gorilla, made it fall in love and then murdered it. And you're supposed to be like, OK, and they're like, love did that. And you're like, uh-huh. I don't know. I think you guys in your weaponry did that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, I say give that giant monkey a fucking uh, tie uh, go kart and have him start racing some plumbers. Right. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's just how art's made. You know, King Kong started it. Donkey Kong perfected it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. Uh, boy, that, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, anything else you've been up to any other, have you done anything else really fun in the last couple of days? I screwed around, uh, watching our earlier episodes. Of, it's such uh, a thing that my grandma would say. I screw, I was screwing around the other day, flipping through channels. Watched half of the pilot episode of head of the class just cause it was in, uh, yeah. HBO is kind yeah. of funny. Brother, then, uh, I watched fucking 19 episodes of that show for the same reason. <laughs> yeah. HBO max has got some deep shit. And then. Mm-hmm. For, uh, last night I was watching Mad TV. Oh, nice. man! <laughs> Which uh, I gotta say, season five just tossed that on. Yeah, you know, apparently I I quickly I googled to find out what the best Mad season is. Yeah, strong consensus on five, so I threw that on sure. right out the gate. Had a Dawson's Creek joke. Oh, of uh, course. parody of course. that was hilarious yeah uh three sketches were good and then i watched something else had some stewart oh Stewart's great and then I... they also did a blair witch project but with uh news anchors oh. so it's ted koppel keeping a straight uh you know straight <laughs> yeah. man running through the woods giving updates about a witch trying to kill him oh so that's it's like, fun well, no, uh i don't know we've been lost for a while i am reporting and jeff is dead that's great. I like I thought of Blair Witch parody where it's Blair from Facts of Life. So it's just like a bubbly blonde girl out in the woods yeah. murdering people. Yeah. They're all terrified. And she's just like, I need to get to the mall. You know? But yeah, I said them. this 
earlier, but man, it's when? crazy how quickly on the internet. Oh, okay. <laughs> even I, I've today. put it out there. I'm not breaking anything on my yeah. opinion here, but uh, it is crazy how quickly HBO Max just became like the best streaming service. Oh, yeah. And Netflix is now like the fourth best. It sucks. Have we, did we not talk about that on the podcast? Because I 100% agree with that. Netflix is the, like, if we were to cut one, I would cut Netflix. It's oh, bad. If, if we were to cut one, uh, <laughs> It would start stinking. Yeah. Uh, the uh, I did. The, oh, this is another thing I did. I did the Paramount Plus trial so that I could watch Discovery. And I just finished the first season of Star Trek Discovery. And now I'm watching oh. Lower Decks. Yeah. Gonna say I think Lower Decks is better than Discovery. So that's I didn't like it. Should have called it Upper Decks. <laughs> oh shit. No, it's fine. Uh, I haven't. Yeah, it was really I haven't good. seen it. I was just Upper Decks. Joke. It's very sure good. It's There's. Fine. I think there's like a cool thing happening with. Harley Quinn and Lower Decks, where it's like building comedy in a universe not known as a comedy universe, I think is really yeah. cool. Like if yeah. they could do a good, funny Star Wars, that would be awesome. You know, like Rebels had laughs, but it's not the like Lego that. ones are. Yeah, but that's like try, the, but they're that's like too yeah. far. You know, yeah. you want like from the you know from a, an adult sensibility of humor, and I think that's what's fun. Um, Boy, you just said it. There should be a good, like, fun, like Star Wars like that yeah with how cultured it is yeah you know it's just everywhere but we don't have just like gungans and it'd be so easy to do too because yeah you could write it off as like there's a thing in the marvel cinematic universe where uh shield the tv show shield or agents of shield was part of the universe and then now it's not really considered part of the universe but that fucks a lot of stuff up because they brought in so many different characters. Man. You could do a Star Wars thing, say it's yeah. canon, and it just never has to fucking interact with anything, you know? Yeah. They could briefly message, be like, somebody could be like Luke Skywalker, and they're like, that guy don't even fucking exist. Yeah. Man. You know, like, it'd be really funny. What a great segment. Goddamn, what a great segment. Now, that is what we call, listeners, get ready, because that is what we're going to call a classic top of the show, what we just did there. Oh, top of the show to you. Top of the show and top of the show to you. Top of the morning to you. Top of the show to you. Uh, that's what and, I say uh, to a loved one, right? When somebody's died. What do you say? Oh, top of the morning. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Know, Remember that when first, it's the first uh, <laughs> step of grief. Top of the morning. When Winnie, when Win Whitney Cummings had that series that was terrible, and mm -hmm. the like, the tagline was "morning breath, morning sex." No, morning breath stops morning sex or something. And I think maybe it was. Rob Delaney, some Twitter guy at the same point tweeted that same joke out, but with M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G and it was Rob, morning sex remember, leads to morning breath. And I yeah. loved it. Remember when I went viral for Rob Delaney, Rob, Rob Delaney, mm. you're my butterfly sugar, sugar baby. baby. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Uh, did I tell you breaking news? My fucking Tony Hawk tweet got deleted. How? I don't know. I have no fucking clue. There's no, I would sooner fucking uh, beat my nephews to death than delete a tweet that went viral, you know? Uh -huh. and, and it's just gone. So I tweeted a screenshot of it and was just like, my Tony Hawk tweet is gone. I don't know what the fuck happened. And now that tweet's going viral. And I'm like, this Tony Hawk tweet's going to get me a goddamn book deal or <laughs> you know, take me to bed or lose me forever, Tony Hawk tweet. Uh, goddamn! So that's what we're gonna call the top of the show. Uh, it's basically us just meandering, 
talking about shit we've been yeah. talking watching, but not the trending stuff. No, you know what I mean, no, no. That's what we're going to talk about in the next segment. So uh, let's say we prepare for the next segment, Reem. Yeah, okay. Trending topics, Reem. God topics, damn. Topics topics, 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 topics. Now, what topics you put on your yogurt? Uh, <laughs> I don't really put anything on my yogurt. I no, really? With, I just go with strawberry banana and I'm, mm. I'm good. Boy. That high V brand strawberry and banana yogurt is delicious. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. You dip I a guess, chip in it. I guess one of my favorite yogurt toppings, if mm -hmm. we're going to get real, on is, me. Uh cucumber. Oh, fuck, man. You almost made me puke. Is that a bit? <laughs> Are you doing a bit? No, no. Uh, you, know, oh. like the, you never make tzatziki sauce? What the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> tzatziki sauce? Yeah. No, I've never heard of tzatziki sauce. For like gyros and stuff, a little Greek yogurt and oh well. Uh, now I'm cucumber. being now I'm being offensive by not hearing about this fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't like I don't I don't like a zucchini. I don't like a cucumber. I don't fuck with those things. Pickles, pickles? are fine. God made pickles and left it alone. <laughs> no, he didn't. What? Pickles? He didn't make them. That's human inter, inter yeah. Oh, don't that's take, right. Don't take that from us. Hey, ask me who made pickles. Who made pickles? Seth Rogen. Uh, get it? Cause that movie. Yeah. Um. Okay. Trending topics, buddy. Big week. Big week. Big week. Well, they're all big weeks. They will be. We started at a good time, but especially big week because not only do we have the Marvel of the week, they dropped that goddamn Snyder Cup on our fucking lap. Yeah. Did you watch you it? Not yet. Oh, oh I, well, what the I fuck couldn't... is this show even about? Well, you did. I did. I did. I watched People it. People have opinions on it. Okay. Yeah. I, it, it, I'm sorry, but it's also like, uh, when am I going to watch the Snyder Cut? When am I going to watch the Snyder Cut? <laughs> uh, listeners, by the way, this my, part... I'm not watching it with my girlfriend. It's going to be cutting in on my Xbox time. Yeah. Cutting it's, a rug. It's, it's there. It's not going anywhere. I know what happens. I saw the Justice League. Yeah. You know, yeah, now I'm just going to when I get four hours. Yeah, I'm going to watch the better version. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you this, that it's this this little section of listeners. If you're listening and you haven't seen Snyder Cut or you haven't seen Winter Soldier yet, and you're like, oh, no, is this going to be a spoiler section? Not really. Fuck we're yeah, not. It is. We're not. Oh, wait. Yeah, it's going to be real spoilery. <laughs> uh, no, probably not. It is just going to be us discussing the top, the new thing. So that way we can say we did it without feel Cause like every once in a while, a week would go by where we're like, fuck, we did. We barely touched on WandaVision. Yeah. But the two of us watched every fucking episode day of. So it's like, it kind of ruins it. Um, but I'll tell you this for Snyder cut. I don't give a fuck about that guy. I don't like his movies. Uh, I hated the justice league movie. The, the Joss Whedon one. I, I liked this much better. Oh, you watched um, the whole thing? I watched the whole thing, all four four hours. I You're liked, a big Justice League guy. I love Justice League. I love the Justice League. I love all these characters. Um, I think this is, other than Shazam and maybe the first Wonder Woman, this is the best thing they've done with these characters in this universe. Yeah. But um, it's still, like, the best Zack Snyder thing is still one of the worst things. You know what I mean? Like, um... Uh, I enjoyed, I think it did all the characters justice uh, ah. in, in that universe. Like, I, that's not the way I want Batman to be or that I want Superman to be based on all the other stuff I know from those things. Yeah. Um, 
it actually felt very much like the Injustice universe, which I really enjoyed the Injustice comics. So that was kind of cool. Um, lot of it's it's four did hours. You, did you did you knock it out in one sitting? No, fuck no. I get goddamn scabs on my asshole. Uh, I watched it uh, three days in a or you know no through two days. It's funny work. people complain about it being long. Where yeah. well well I mean there's definitely a lot of just like uh, pushback hate. Yeah, that it's getting for people that just like are completely disregarding it, and I think it's kind of like uh, has something to do with the type of fan that really loves yeah the yeah. DCEU to a yeah. degree. I not like all of them, but there's no, definitely yeah. like that segment of the release of Snyder Cut people that uh, are like pretty toxic and there's, stuff. So there was a, a famous thing where. Martin Scorsese said that he didn't think super or superhero movies was cinema was real cinema. And there's a meme going around a tweet where some like diehard Snyder fans, like Martin Scorsese watching the Snyder cut. This is cinema. And it's like, well, first of all, you think think that fucking 90 year old man's going to watch this four hour superhero thing. Uh, But again, you know, it it is what it is. Everybody knew what it was going to be. And it's a better version of what it was. It's that I mean, like, I think what's more interesting about it, you know how, like, have you ever seen, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's that nom movie with the the helicopters and Martin Scorsese or Martin? Apocalypse Gene? Now. Yes, Apocalypse Now. You know, there's that other, the documentary yeah. that's all about the making of Apocalypse Now. I feel like that is the more interesting story, but it's not the story of DC taking it from J- Snyder and giving it to Whedon. I think this movie is a very, like, I'm not smart enough to, to figure this out some i want some film like so one of these youtubers that we like like you know like a Lindsay ellis or something i want somebody to dissect this through the eyeball of this is a man going through the grief of losing his daughter and so he when that happened he couldn't finish this project he was working on when she died but then a couple of years later the fans the the accolades the support of the people that love him you know like the love he would have from a child yeah. forced let him now make this so now this four-hour movie that is all about fatherhood and people's relationships with their fathers now it's a father who lost his daughter making that and then like at the end the like it says like for autumn which is his daughter that passed away now you don't learn about suicide isn't a theme in this movie but like that underlining story i think is way more interesting you know than whatever the fuck batman's doing in it you know Mm -hmm. does yeah the Drum playing octopus from Aquaman make a yeah. reappearance. Yeah, he's huge. He's like a main. That's all part. I fucking care about, man. Just give him some more backstory. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. So I have no concept of the Justice League movie. I hated it so much that I don't. It, I hardly it, remember the fuck. Yeah, this is similar. It's like the plot is a similar plot, but it's way done way better if that's the right way to say it. But there are some really interesting changes that I don't understand. One. Mira, you know, from Aquaman, that actress, the 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 she's like a yeah. princess down there. She has an English accent in the Snyder cut, but she doesn't in Aquaman, which is very oh, confusing, very weird. Very fishy. Yes, exactly. Um speaking of fish. Speaking of fish. You catch this uh falcon? Oh, what the fuck? You think a falcon is a fish? Falcon Winter Soldier. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. I did. I watched the first episode. Did you watch it? Yeah, man. Thank just... God. If you didn't, I was going to break a fucking chair over your noggin. Dude, Justice, hours, Justice League's four hours long, man. 
You know yeah. how much that cuts into Xbox? I know. You got to win another game with the fucking Jayhawks. I just won four in a row. Yeah. 50, 50 wins in a row. That set the record. God damn. Look at I, you. I, I should have paid attention to see what Maryland did. I'm sorry. That's awesome. If I, if I, I'm not, I'm not kidding, Reem. If I was a wealthy fella, I would go online and buy you a, I don't know, like a $200 national championship looking ring and mail there it, it is. to you. There but it I, is. I don't have money. I'm uh, all, I'm all, couple more wins and i'm gonna get tired of the game yeah we'll see. tell me what you think of winter soldier yeah expand you know, on it give me more than eh well i'm getting there okay that's me up top yeah but it's like no this uh, is you in the trending we already did you up top <laughs> it's fine mm-hmm. you know it's the first episode on top of that so uh, we don't know what's going on with the people in the masks that stole yeah. the duffel bags. The flag and, stompers. Yeah. Basically, all we know is uh, Winter Soldier, classic man out of time, doesn't know where to fit in, coupled with dealing with all of the guilt of being an uh, assassin droid. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Falcon's trying to help out his sister's crawfish. Yeah. And... Stuff. I'm gonna be honest. I wait. What did you? So you're you feel very mad about it. You didn't love it or whatever. Well, it's a pi, it's a pilot Pi-a-pilot episode. Pilot episode. You're right. It is what it is. I mean, it's like this. Cool. It gave us the cool action scene up top. Mm-hmm. You know, which I really love. My, I mean, I know it's comic books and it's comic book movies. Yeah. But just the humans in the MCU running around. You know. Yeah. Like. It's funny when it's always been funny when you have Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch, or I mean, not Scarlet Witch, but uh, uh, Black Widow running around being humans. Yeah. You know, they're they even joke about it. Hawkeye does an age of Ultron. So just, you know, the fact that Falcon is basically a guy in a really awkward looking jetpack that's fucking fighting Thanos, I think is funny and cool. Yeah. You yeah. Know? That's like, like, you don't have any powers. No. And he's that's... Just, he, yeah. he, he, they, he can just have a fucking missile or <laughs> a fucking gun on a helicopter. Completely take him out. You there know, is a... Iron Man has armor. <laughs> like, if I'm Falcon, I'm like, I'm in the Avengers, okay? Yeah. Hey, Tony Stark. I mean, these wings are pretty cool. I like them. Well, that's but, the thing like, is... Hold on. I have a question you know about... how many bullets can hit me? <laughs> I have a question about the Falcon. Yeah. He invented that suit, right? Like that's his design, not, right? Not an MCU canon. They like find it at the they find it. Oh, because I thought he invented that. And then I was like, and he can't fix this fix this boat? Like he knows how to <laughs> he knows how to make a, a fake like a drone bird that can shoot uh, nukes. Yeah. But he can't make this boat turn over. Uh but that makes more sense then if that's the case. I yeah. I, I mean will... we can't give him shit because it's a fucking comic book movie. Yeah. But uh well, the thing you you touched on, I really like, and that's the thing I enjoy about. Uh, I, I, if somebody, it was in one of those comic book documentaries I've watched, you know, like that are all yeah. over. And the point that the Marvel universe is humans who are also superheroes. Yeah. And the DC universe are superheroes who sometimes have to be human. Well, and that's what I, that's when I think the MCU thrives so much is when they're regular. And people. also, that's why the Snyderverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, works so well because for all of the shit that it's gotten, one thing it's always gotten right is it sells its characters as like mythic 
Yeah, they're like, gods. They are. Yeah, they are. I mean, he it's a joke, but he completely over overuses uh, Christian imagery. Yeah. You know, oh. the amount of times in like Man of Steel where yeah. Superman has his arms and wide he, and open. And that's repeated like he's fucking in this. That's repeated. Creed songs is, <laughs> you know. Well, that's repeated in this when when they bring yeah. Superman back. He's up in space doing that with the black suit. Yeah. I, I, I was watching one of those like uh, recaps of the Snyder Cut and I didn't know this. I already don't like that guy. I think he sucks. I like Dawn of the Dead, but that's the only thing I've ever enjoyed that he's done. Uh, I mean, the... Yes, that's the only thing that he's done that I think is actual good in quality. But I, uh, I found out he loves Anne well, Rand. He loves I'm, like the Fountainhead yeah. and shit. And I was like, oh, god, what a fucking gross dude. Well, that uh, makes sense. Why? Yeah. Uh, I think it was Honest Trailers played Anne Rand quotes over the oh yeah. Justice League. Uh, that would make sense then. Yeah. yeah. Um, my thing. I enjoyed. I I I really liked Wandavision. I didn't think I was going to like this. And and I fell for some of the trappings that happens where people just start reading into it. And then like, yeah, I, I thought it was going to be more of a pro, which I mean, it's all the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a very pro jingoistic war thing. But I thought it was going to be a much, I thought it was going to be like Jack Ryan, you know, I thought it was going to yeah. be way more of that. But like the Flag Smashers, they're, they have a good, not good, but they have an interesting ideology that, or at least, we don't know who's behind them, but the idea that they thought the world was better during the blip because there wasn't such countries. Everybody kind of lived as one and everybody was kind of just real reeling by that. That's their, their thing. And I was like, well, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. That's, that's a terrorist, the blip a different is, kind of terrorist. The blip is really weird because it's simultaneously like a great thing to have in a universe to completely yeah. set it aside but it's also another thing that can like really weigh down it like yeah. in my brain because you're always thinking about blip related stuff totally totally well like that thing where the, the uh, also a very interesting thing was that conversation that happens when um falcon goes with his sister to get the pink loan and they know him and yeah. then he's like i can't give you he's like you don't have any work history for the last five years and he's like are you fucking kidding me like that's but if you how would ever, that feel if you're the blip person where it's yeah. like if you're just a regular joe and you went yeah. to work on friday yeah and then got blipped and you're back to work on monday you gotta be at the bar like, and you're like i don't even fucking know this thanos guy yeah yeah like that see that's the that's an interesting thing and i bet maybe there's a novel written or there will be or something a comic all about that but like that the grief of the world is so anytime like and that it happened in WandaVision too. Anytime everybody at all times should be talking about the blip. <laughs> like every conversation for the day. It's been six months since everybody came yeah. back. There should be blip cults. Yeah. Like, everybody all the time. I, I'm now convinced the leftovers is just fucking <laughs> a blip cult. <laughs> yeah. It's a spinoff of the MCU. I, I, that's the thing in, uh, Nas, I think I've talked about this show. Nasser and I are writing a TV series and I keep wanting to reference that the blip because I want it to be in the Marvel cinematic universe without having to make it in there. Just have somebody be like, well, that not since the blip, not since everybody came back. And then it's just a throwaway line. So I that if like, you were watching it, you'd be like, hold on. What the fuck is this? The Marvel universe. I wonder how many tandem bicycles were in use at the moment across the entire oh my world God. that were in 
use at the moment of the blip. Well, you know, there's a story in the comics in the House of M. Seven? The, the, in the, uh, How many people do you think are on a tandem bicycle right now? Across the whole world? Yeah. Uh, I'd say more than seven, at least 12. It is a nice day. Also, seven, that's a bummer because that's an odd number. <laughs> that means somebody's doing it by himself. <laughs> do you think they're on the front or the back? Well, there could have been a threefer. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, um, there's a story in the comics that I thought was really interesting in the House of M comics where, um, uh, if you don't know, if you haven't read those, Scarlet Witch goes kind of insane. And, and yeah. the movies might go to it, but she decides no more mutants. And so she zaps like three quarters of the mutants are gone or maybe even more than that. Like it only leaves like 200 mutants or something. And there's this couple that she's invincible and he has, he has like fire powers, like kind of like Wait, a Johnny invincible Storm. or invisible. She's invincible. She can't get hurt by fire and they're like horny and they're fucking in a volcano at that moment. Cause they're like, you know, they're superheroes. They need to up their game all the time. Cause they, you know, dates are weird. So they're fucking in a volcano, but then when the Scarlet Witch says no more mutants, his he loses his mutant powers at that moment, so he's not permeable to fire. So they're fucking in a volcano, and all of a sudden he just disintegrates. And it's like, holy shit, you know? Uh, yeah. Really crazy. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Uh, goddamn. So yeah, so... Was it Tom Hanks? Oh, yeah, that is Joe. Uh the uh, I enjoyed it. I'm basically what I'm getting at is I enjoyed the Winter Soldier, the Falcon, and the Winter Soldier. That yeah, pilot, I just needed to get going way more than I thought I was going to. Uh, I like, I really liked what they're doing with Bucky. I like yeah. the. Uh, I just like stuff, being so. in the universe. Yeah, me too. Um, so that's fantastic. Uh, and then uh, I think that's it for trending this week, really. So uh, yeah. what say? <laughs> I don't Suicide know. Suicide Squad two trailer looked fun. Oh, I haven't even seen it. You told me about a Clone Wars trailer, too, that I haven't seen. Or news. What's the Clone Wars news? Oh, yeah. The uh, Clone Wars. Uh, Gendy, you know, the guy that did, like, Samurai Jack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the right before Episode 3 dropped, Cartoon Network did the Clone Wars miniseries. Oh, yeah. the Yeah. Yeah, the cartoon one. Very good. To be confused with the uh, uh, Dave Filoni CGI one that yeah. everybody did. And uh, it's coming back to Disney Plus, and it's a great, great watch. Are you saying that they're doing new episodes, or they're just bringing that? They're just dropping that. Cool. On, I have it on, on. I have that on DVD, actually. Yeah, it's good. It's very, Me very too. good. It's That's awesome. Great, great buy. All right, let's. Uh, I don't know. See, every week, listeners, uh, I don't think we're gonna constantly be like, and we're now tooling. the next segment, but we're figuring it out as we go. We're, yeah. The Nostalgic Front Podcast is brought to you by. Ryan C, Jennifer L, Matt S, Grammar Hole, Edward S, Joan, Emmett, Christina, Hank, Mike, Brian, Sophie, Adam, and listeners like you. Wow, buddy. Saved by the bell. Uh-huh. Oh, man. If, oh, baby. Yes. Now, I think this was a Mike Haas suggestion, as a matter of fact. What a good suggestion for the first episode of the reboot. I can't believe we haven't done one. Me you know? neither. Such a classic 1969 single by Robin Gibb. <laughs> what? I don't know. I thought that on Wikipedia. Uh, same with the bell, buddy. I mean, first off, we should we should uh, 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 
talk about our experience. What do you, where are you with Saved by the Bell? What, what, tell me about your, your experience with it. Oh man. Well, uh, cable television from, from X-Men. After, well, no, you'll him too, but cable television after school in the nineties, you could knock out two hours of Saved by the Bell. Easy. Yeah. Between TBS and, uh, just so, you know, I just watched, you know, it was always on. And on yeah. top of that, it has had more staying power than like a lot of the stuff totally. that we talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I so love it. I loved like it. Always been there. It's one of those things that if, if you would have asked me when I was like 11, what my favorite TV show is, I'd say, Oh, say by the bell. Even though when I was 11, the series had already been off the air for a year and the new class was already out, you know, but I loved, like, I remember when, uh, what's your experience. So did you watch everything or where did you, where are you at in it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I definitely watched everything with like Zach. Okay. So you watched the original series and yeah. then you watched the college years and you've yeah. probably seen the films, I assume. Oh right? yeah. The films. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I am a film buff. You are. a film So buff, I'm not going right? to rebuff, uh, say oh, by the fel- right. bell film. Uh, I, so, cause I was the same way. And also I loved good morning, miss bliss. Um, when I was a kid, that I was, didn't because you it didn't was love weird. it. I thought that was so as a person who loves television, I remember like I'd be in like first grade or second grade and somebody's talking about Save the Bell. And I'm like, you know, there was a fucking before, <laughs> you know, Save by the Bell was a head fuck as far as canon goes. Yeah. And for, ages like, young brains. Yeah. Now, between so, yeah. like that and the Tory episodes. Oh, yeah. You right. know, like just when trying... they get British and uh, political. Is that what you're talking about? The wigs and Tories? <laughs> yeah. We're just, just trying to piece that together. Yeah. You know, I honestly, we did research for this episode and I still don't fully grasp it all. Like prior to recording, you told me something and I was like, oh, fuck, I didn't realize that. Uh, but let's yeah, I, I loved it all. Um, I didn't watch. I didn't watch every single episode of uh, the new class. Um, oh, I, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't watch the new class. The new class was uh pretty high level Dustin diamond cringe. Yeah. And I don't love him. Like um, they brought him back. Well, rest in peace. You rest know. in peace. He passed away H- H- recently. Of the dead, you know, you know, yeah. he probably had a tough life being, you know, uh, that's not what we're here for. Okay. You need to do PR for Dustin Diamond. Like, I'm sorry he passed away. My heart goes out to his family, but fuck it, man. It's documented. He did stab a guy in Wisconsin. You yeah, know, and his, that's and, a, and uh, you know, stabbing people, not cool. Never cool. Yeah. Well, they're a Nazi. Self defense. Yeah. If they're a Nazi or it's self defense. Uh, here's the thing I wanted to bring up that I thought was crazy. Cause I, now also when doing a little research, I was like, I did watch a fair amount of, uh, the new class because I was Saturday mornings. I was still like nine or 10 when it was on. And I'm like, yeah. and I lived in the lived Dude, in the middle of nowhere. We only had six channels. You had they to had it. at least six seasons of Here's the new the class. Here's I was thing. watching new class uh, intros on yeah. YouTube and they all feel like a fever dream of people. I don't like, it looks like you're peering into another dimensions yeah. saved by the bell. You know, like yeah, you. Oh my God, hundred percent. Twenty-one, twenty-twos. Yeah, Saved by the Bell. Yeah, like this is the one that they got rebooted because I don't recognize. And I watched that show yeah. enough. You know? I remember. And, 
I remember the first season or I'm two. I'm glad cast, they brought in a lot more diverse cast. They did, yes, 100. Um, there's an actress from it called her name is Sarah Lancaster, mm-hmm. and uh, she uh, we're, right now, uh, Stacy and I are watching. Uh, uh, so you're saying that Saved by the Bell, the new class, was a Lancaster caster? Sure, I don't know what that means. Uh, but yes, uh, I am saying that. Uh, we're watching Everwood right now, rewatching that series from <laughs> early 2000s. Okay, get yeah. settle down. Yeah, I got and, some Everwood. And she's in it. She plays a college student in it. And I, the, when I'm watching, you know what I mean? Like when you're watching a series, you're like, what the fuck do I know her from? And I look it up and I was like, oh, she was on Stay by the Bill, the new class. She wasn't in the first two seasons. She's in it later on. But it's just weird that I'm like, you forget that these people could do other stuff. Yeah. And then I went through it and there's no one else from the new class who popped up in anything else that I could find, you know? Uh, um, but here, this is, this is something I find so goddamn interesting. Historic television history, beloved series that everybody loves and talks about fondly saved by the bell four seasons, 86 episodes, one Emmy nomination fly by night sequel series. Nobody fucking thinks about it or mentions it ever saved by the bell, the new class. Yeah. Seven seasons, 143 episodes, two Emmy nominations. <laughs> Can you fucking believe it? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure that uh, they expanded the Emmys. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, and it was cheap. And yeah. as long as Screech and Belding keep walking through that door mm-hmm. for that easy paycheck. Cha-ching, cha-ching. The yes. sets are all the same. You, your dad walks in the room and he's like, eh, "I thought uh, I didn't know AC was uh, Chinese. I thought he was uh, Spanish." You know. But boy, oh boy, I tell you what, watching those opening credits is just yeah, that's nostalgia <laughs> it, right there. It's something, all right. Uh, the so okay, so you, let's get into the the crux of the main series now. Uh-huh. Um, when you were watching that as a kid, uh, as I said, since I loved Good Morning Miss Bliss, which I probably watched Good Morning Miss Bliss after I was aware of Saved by the Bell, because I it would, never did. It would oh, air in the no, morning. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, anytime I watched that, it was Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's what I'm. I, I guess that's what kind of what I'm getting at. But like in the mornings, they would show it, and it would be called Saved by the Bell. But it would be Haley Mills and this whole other fucking thing, right? Um. And so every once in a while you'd see that episode and then it'd be the next episode might be a season three Save of the Bell episode where everybody's there. And I remember that yeah. so well. And th- there's only 13 episodes of Good Morning, Miss Bliss. And I bet if you gave me long enough, I could tell you what every fucking episode was. Yeah. Because in my head, there was like at least 30 because I can think of six off the top of my head, you know? Um, and it's weird how like some kids made the cut and other ones didn't. Yeah, Lisa like, moved. They were like screech. Max. Max, Max, you can fuck right off. Get the we have fuck this out of hot here. Vampire, yeah. this now, Mex- this hot Mexican vampire, Mario Lopez. Yeah. He's now, 500 is, years old. Uh, he never ages. He's going to come in. Shit. Uh, yeah. Now, this is, I think, a very like, interesting seriously. thing. Seriously. So they thought the show was going to... So Saved by the Bell then comes yeah. out. And and we all know the show, Saved by the Bell. When we say Saved by the Bell, most people are thinking of the core group in that years. But also, there's that thing about Tori. Now, Tori... Was an act played by Leanna Creel. She came in in that last season because they couldn't write, they couldn't get the whole cast back. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, yeah. From the um, research, uh, they wanted to uh, get 10 more episodes in so they could hit syndication. Yeah, and which because, is uh, money. Uh, is one of those shows that at the end of every season, they were like, okay, we're, we're probably done. Yeah. Uh, they, oh, yeah. They thought every, 
they thought every series that's why the show doesn't never had a like a solid series finale until they graduated and then they still had to come back because they you know um they thought Um, they always thought the show was over so they were hitting 10 more episodes so they could put it into syndication yeah and then they and they couldn't get tiffany Thiessen and elizabeth berkeley because they they were were doing doing it at the end of uh the year at it's sweep like, weeks pu- yeah sweep weeks and so they're pi- to, not sweep pilot weeks seasons. pilot season yeah they're so trying to they get were all shows. out trying to get shows and everything so they just brought tori in and knocked yeah. out 10 episodes and tori was great i think she was fantastic in the show she's a triplet did you know that isn't that interesting yes and do you know why i know she's a triplet um first off she was a huge crush of mine as a child been major but like up there also, top five ten, just the 10 of us right um, I don't think no, she wasn't on just Rags to Riches. No, this is the thing that she's that I knew her from. In the in the eighties, they did Parent Trap, the Parent Trap sequel. Oh yeah, in eighty nine, and they, or they did like the which Parent is Trap really two, interesting Parent considering Tra- Haley Mills. Haley Mills. Is. So Miss Bliss from the first season played in the original Parent Trap back in the sixties. Now she has daughters. She has triplets who are played by her, and then so so. It's weird that Saved by the Bell is kind of bookended with fucking the parent trap, right? Yeah. that's. I think that's so interesting. Um, and I Googled Leanna is, Creel. Isn't She's, Dead Man on Campus a sequel, too? Oh, I love that. Saved I love that everything that Mark's done. Uh, Frisco and Bean. Wait, what's that show called? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, the Lawyer Franken, Show? Yeah, Franken and Bash. That's a, that's a yeah. spinoff. Well, okay. And so, college years. Now, I... Again, very similar. I love the college years. Me too. Very similar to yeah, theme song. I, it was prime time. Yeah. Monday night after French Prince. Yeah. French after Prince. Me. Is that what you call that show? Maybe yeah. we should do maybe no, we should anyway. do maybe we should do an episode about the French Prince. Huh? I Mad TV already did a episode about the French Prince of Bel Air. He's oh, got a funny. mask on. Oh, like the <laughs> like the uh man in the, man in mask. the mask. Yeah. Yeah. Uh because it's Awful ones. love and one you don't need to all. fucking sing the song from the man from singing. the iron mask yeah but we could be singing the theme song That's to college years oh oh yeah i've never seen such a view before, before. a new world before, before my, my eyes, eyes. There's so much for me to explore. It's where my future lies. You're standing, cause we're standing at the edge of tomorrow. And it's all up to me how far I go. Far I go. Standing at the edge of tomorrow. Today, today, today. That was when Facebook started. My very first Facebook status ever when I finally got on Facebook. Yeah. Because I got an Iowa State email address finally that was my status was the lyrics to the saved by the bell of the college years theme song that song rocks very Uh, good also they have former la raider uh bob golick bob golick brother of mike from mike and mike in the morning Uh uh and again just like i said with miss bliss there were 19 episodes of the college years. I can tell you about 35 of them. So I yeah. don't understand. Yeah. 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 No shit. It was great. And I love same thing with the Tory episodes. It was also really good. I, I, well, I it wasn't good, good, but it was it's great. good to know they're fucking. Oh, yeah. They're squirting jizzes and stuff. And like, they're I not love... telling you. Yeah. But I mean, come on. 
the girls, the 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 new girls in there because so the college years is I like that brunette, and then she showed up <sighs> in Independence Day and got blown up. Yeah, she got her and ass it, fucking blowed away. She's she also showed up in she was a stripper in a bra. Yeah, and I was thirteen. Yeah, and I was like, no, this is the college <sighs> years. Oh wait, so does that mean the Independence Day takes place in the <laughs> Save for the Bell universe? It does. Uh, she was on break from Berkeley College <laughs> or whatever. Um, Cal. Cal, Cal State. You're right, Cal State. Uh, but it was in Berkeley, I believe, because they always said Berkeley. Um, I liked the college years. No, and, you're thinking of Elizabeth. Am I wrong? What's happening? No, I liked her. Elizabeth Berkeley, you're right. But there was some connection with college years to Berkeley. Yeah. Um, but anyways, the cast, I liked the girl. I'm trying to look it up right now. But the there was one of the girls, the redhead girl, or the girl you're talking about, the brunette. But there was another one. Or the brunette and the blonde. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the blonde's name because I had a huge crush on her too. So did um, Zach. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is on the series, Zach and her were like a thing. And then, and then I don't Kelly know. Kelly shows up. She well, transfers. Is, and is it one of those things? And where, then it's like a three way. Yeah. Did they add love did they, triangle? Did they make them retool? Because all of a sudden she was there and you're like, and then, what the hell? But he, Kelly shows up. Yeah. While Zach is dating. Uh, what's her name? Right. The girl. Yeah. I can't yeah. pull her name. It's somewhere right here, but fuck. And then Kelly starts dating the professor guy. Yeah. And that the, I feel like was cool handled. 90s professor. It's like I got jeans and a fucking sports coat. Yeah. I think that was handled really well. The way they were like, that's not cool. <laughs> you shouldn't do that because so many television series is in the 90s and early yeah. 2000s. They Dawson just fucked fucking, adults. Yeah. Dawson, Ken yeah. Marino shows up on Dawson's Creek. Yeah. And fucking bangs uh, Joey. Yeah. It's fucking. It's, and it's he's a, hot and it's really funny. And it's a gross mix. It's mess. Ken Marino. Yeah. That's the thing. Well, that's the interesting take, not to turn this into an uh, uh, Everwood podcast, but Everwood. Oh, I always got wood. On that, the girl that's in the college or the girl that's in Saved by the Bell, the new class that's also on Everwood, she's 20 and she starts dating the main character who's 16. And it's never not weird. They're never not talking about how fucked up it is. It's not being like, it's not like, oh yeah. It's not a thing where if you watched it, well, you'd be like, teens should be able to fuck people in their 30s. That is weird 20s. too, because early Dawson's Creek fucking uh Pacey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's banging his teacher. high school teacher. But it played it off like it was a cool thing, I think. Or, they did, especially especially guy and girl stuff. Yeah. I remember being in school and being like, I'd fuck this teacher if, you know, she was hot, young. Well, I mean, look at Varsity it. Blues. They have their, their exactly. teacher. I feel like that's a thing that I maybe they're still doing it. Who knows? I don't watch things like Riverdale, but maybe that's a thing that's still happening. But it's a very no. gross trope. They need. No, to get they're rid not. Of. They're not doing that. And they aren't having their very blonde main character show up dressed as Native Americans. Good, good, good. Zach. Uh, what do they call him? Master Z or something? Or Running Zach? Running Zach. That was his nickname because the he was really, a track the... star for one episode. That was one of the greatest things about Save the Bell is like they'd be like, oh no, we've got a, the big quiz bowl. And it's like, this if we win this, we win it all. And it's like, you've never mentioned quiz bowl fucking once on the oh, show. Oh, are you talking about when uh, Screech is supposed to be like a dumb, awkward nerd and then one day he just creates artificial intelligence yeah, he has a goddamn uh uh what's it robot what's jason no kevin 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 that's right god yeah damn. fucking uncle paulie from rocky's robots not even not that same. good like yeah this thing's like doing laundry yeah welcoming guests 
the save of the bell, the, the, the course. Oh, so we'll finish up with college years real quick. I think college years was, I really enjoyed it. I liked, all, I liked the way that they dealt with older stuff. There's an episode where, um, I don't know if you remember, but, uh, there's an episode where AC gets woke basically. Like he starts, he, he has a crush on a girl who's like oh, really yeah. political and leftist. Yep. And so then he, and he starts realizing it and Which, then Zach and him have a fight. And he's by the like, way, just yeah. like the, uh, objectification of women throughout oh, yeah. pretty much the entirety of the series. Like, uh, there are so many things that, uh, have not aged well. And, you know, we're like totally, uh, uh taken into culture too, yeah 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 the know? mama it was it was pretty good though that at least they were somewhat aware to have the jesse character oh yeah who yeah. was like a feminist calling out the bullshit all but the time. she but they also played her like she was a uptight Joke. trill bitch yeah so, uh, look there, how high her jeans were worn yeah there was a quote about her that she said i uh, she's like uh no matter how they wrote the character she was going to she was never playing it from the point of an uptight bitch feminist. She was playing it from the point of who she was, which was a actual real feminist. So they wanted her to be one way, but that's not how she was doing it. But she said her biggest, the thing that bothered her the most or what sucked about it was she's never got to wear cool outfits. And she's like, that's one thing I couldn't control. And they wouldn't believe me when I told them that feminists could also want to dress sexy or look yeah. cool or look current. You know, they'd put her in blazers and shit and turtlenecks. Uh, Lisa Turtlenecks. Oh, there you go. Uh, I like. I I really enjoyed the show. I I at one point or another between the, you know first I'd say kindergarten and fourth grade I had a wild crush on a different girl. Like I was in love with uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. I was in love with Lisa. I was in love with uh, uh, Jesse. Of course, Tori blew my doors off because like she was new and she was cool oh, yeah. and. Another thing that was super weird in the middle of the series, and maybe it was a full, I would be interested if it's a full season or a half season or what, but they just go to the fucking Malibu Sands and yeah. like Leah Rimini becomes a part of the uh -huh. show. And it's, that's such a weird Mr. thing. Mr. Carosi is a great character. Yeah. Who's, isn't that, that's like, that's Timon or Pumbaa. I don't remember which one, but he was the voice of one of those. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not Nathan Lane. And so it's the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the warthog. Oh, for sure. Can you lower your camera so that I can see your fucking face? Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, man. Reem's sitting in his in the old studio where we used to record, and the camera just keeps shape like moving gradually, and so I could just see the very top of his hair, and it's like doing a podcast with a wall, and then like a thumb that moves sometimes. That was one of the great things though about watching Saved by the Bell on reruns. Yeah. Where that where it dominated because it had so much variety mm -hmm. to where you're watching the main Bayside, you know, yeah. meat of the series, but it also has you know like our Tory Miss Bliss episodes, and it yeah. has this, and then it has like all of your like segmented movies that they would drop in too. Yeah, totally. Because they... all of their movies were also made as like TV sh where they could drop into the TV show, so it's like. Here's a third of the movie where Jesse's dad is getting married to the aerobics instructor. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's also four of the episodes in season five. I also, yeah, that I just remember that was so weird because I uh, like that's what reminded me is that I had a crush on Stacey Carosi. 
Oh, yeah. Probably led directly to me marrying a woman named Stacy. Who knows? She's also a, my wife is also a former Scientologist. So that makes sense, too. You know, <laughs> uh, the uh, um, that I think that, that those, those things that they would do like that or the the. I, I don't want to use the term high concept, but the episodes like the band episode where Casey, where oh, they do yeah. the Zach attack and it's Casey Kasem's no, on there. That is high concept. That's pretty high. One concept, of the writers was like high as shit. What if Zach was vanilla ice? Yeah, they're right. They're trying to write the script and he keeps going. Oh, hold on. I got to run to the bathroom. I'm sorry. I got to pee. Uh, and there's also an episode that I really loved is that uh, they did the, the jukebox or the, the i'm sorry the radio show i love oh, yeah. that idea where they that's find why we do a the podcast. abandoned uh yeah. studio and they start doing radio bayside and then find out that belding used to go by the name of big bopper yeah and he was a big radio guy too oh, it's so fun. and the way i can't i wish i remember the exact quote but the way that when he gets behind the mic he's like hey bayside it's the big bopper building <laughs> it's so fun belding is i mean we haven't really talked about oh, him yeah. but such a great character. Such Not a, only that, but the actor just seems like every it. every interaction I've ever seen with him, yeah, like on or off camera, he's just like endearing, just like loves it. Yeah, you know, he's 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 and he also made a good living, especially like when we were in in like the two thousands and when we were in college, he made a good living touring universities and just showing up as Mister Belding and doing like the he, hey 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 what is going on here tour. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And and he I, I read a thing. I have the T-shirt. He graduated. Uh, uh, He graduated college when he was like 65, like a few yeah. years ago. And I think that's awesome, you know, that he he went ahead and uh, he, I, he just seems genuinely thrilled to be happy to be here, which is yeah. awesome because you don't think about that. You don't think about other, even like a movie like a Back to the Future. We don't like you don't think about people being like. You don't think of the other characters, like the teacher from that or whatever, the principal from that. They don't fit the lexicon the way that like a Mr. Belding got in, got in, you know? Oh, yeah. I don't even know the name of the teacher from fucking. Yeah. A different show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You're right. Um, But God, Mr. Belding is 10 times the man Mr. Feeney ever was. You got that Okay, right. I don't know about that. I feel like that is some, I don't know, that's some agenda thing. You want to push some SJW bullshit, but that's not real. Uh, <laughs> Feeney's, I mean, they're, that's tomatoes. That's uh, tomatoes, tomatoes. That's eggs and bacon. That's two different things, brother. Uh, wow, we need to do one of these for, oh, we got to do Boy Meets World. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Because it's the same idea. Oh, because also what Save by the Bell has in common with Boy Meets World is several years later after the series is done, we get a reboot. Oh, yeah. We haven't even touched on that. The Now, is it just called Save by the Bell? Yes. On Peacock? Um, uh, which is funny. Peacock Network. That's funny. Which they is fun to bring up. Uh, one of our past guests is now a writer. Oh, that's Saved right. By the Bell. Yudoye A. Travis is a writer right. on the series. Yeah, so yeah. It, but you gotta say the new series. I mean, we already talked about it. I think it made my uh top We didn't six. talk about it. This is a new show. Oh. Well, anyways, one of our year-end episodes. <laughs> you're right, you're right. You you you've raved about it. I've seen only the pilot, but I liked it a lot. Um, not enough to buy Peacock, but I saw a trailer for the new Michael Schur, the guy who did like Parks and Rec, and he did oh, sure, the good sure, place. Sure, sure. Yes, 
he's got a new series coming out that looks awesome that's going to be on there so i think we're going to buy peacock network and then i'll watch all of them yeah. i loved how they how meta it was and how they played with they mentioned like in the intro they mentioned Zach he's like the mayor or no he's the governor governor of california and they it's are like, like arnie they're like as after a career as a lawyer and they show him from franklin and bash it's also really yeah that that I is think that's so funny it's also really funny like uh i'm sure you've seen it but uh we'll plug it real quick great youtube uh channel or uh Funny or Die did the Zach Morris's trash. Series. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Have you seen that? Where it just pretty much touches on like Zach is absolutely like a manipulative, selfish, just like piece of shit. Yeah. And it's really funny how the new uh, reboot like really calls him out on that, which yeah, is really totally. important, anyways, where he's just like such a champion of like toxic straight white maildom. Yeah, yeah. Of just like entitlement. And manipulativeness. It's so funny how smart that is and how reboots are such a thing. And I feel like maybe 21 Jump Street started it by doing a reboot that like kind of satirizes the original, but then also makes it, you know, plays it up, but also satirizes it, but does it in a a fun way. Um, Because that's so much more interesting than like fucking no offense to Boy Meets World, but like the Girl Meets World reboot could have just been old episodes of Boy Meets World that they rewrote. And and again, yeah. I only saw it as well, a grown a, adult. Also, there's a place for both of those, too. To- you're right. You're right. You know. Um, but like, look at like Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is one of those yeah. things that they did it so well. But imagine how bad a karate TV series could could have been. You can't really uh, reboot any of your shamelessly wholesome shows. Yeah. To try and do like a meta deconstructive thing like the new saved by the bell did yeah there's a reason why the new fuller house exactly like more yeah the worst version of it that it was it was nothing it was it was it was it was a a zero you know yeah um and i think that's such a that's such an interesting thing where i bet when saved by the bell the pilot came out or you know whatever when that dropped I bet some of the writers on Full House were like Fuller House were like, that's what we were trying to do. That's what we, that wasn't allowed, you know? Uh-huh. And I and I think that's really cool. They're doing I can't I wish I could pull it. It's bad also, pod- once again. Yeah. Mario Lopez. Just like King, King shit. Does not age. No. It's super weird. Like every time you watch they had the thing where every, well, he's number one's had some great work done and it's natural, but like they got that clip of uh, when everybody was on the tonight show. Oh yeah. And Jimmy Fallon has everybody come back and everybody looks at least a little bit humanly bloated. Yeah, you know? you're right. You're right. Everybody looks like they're older and they've had work done. Yeah. And then, Fucking Mario Lopez walks out in his ballerina outfit like he just got done shooting the Miss that Bayside exact episode. Scene, yeah. Yeah. He also, though, you, I mean, no aging is a hell, but also he's been actively on television every day for the past. Oh, yeah. Years. So he's been a straight man you know, talking about fucking parades and yeah, shit on, for, on E or whatever it is or yeah. extra or whatever. But, but, but you know that like if, if Elizabeth, uh, Berkeley had been on a on a, a, a talk show like if she was on The View or if she had been on a, a, a soap opera she would probably be 
But instead, these people got the benefit of getting to age gracefully. And I think that's, I, I really, no, and I think it's interesting the way he is, but it's that thing that on, on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, it's why Mac got really fat that one season. It's because it's, it's nice to see people age and, gr- and grow in, instead of getting hotter and better looking as time goes on, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's weird that Kimmy Gibbler was like a smoke show on Fuller House. Not that she doesn't get to be, but it would have been more interesting to see her not completely made up all the time and get her to look like a human being. Oh, you know, uh, I would attest that Kimmy Gibbler was always a smoke show. I mean, yes, you're right. But I'm saying like, the, they didn't let the on Fuller House, which I only watched two episodes of, and I'm talking about like I know it. Uh, those characters they they made them all look like TV characters. Whereas yes. like Tiffany Thiessen, even though in the Save by the Bell reboot she looks hot, but she looks like a hot woman in her forties. And I yes. think that is, I think that is a different thing. And and I and I like seeing that the way that they played with that in that in that reboot. And the reboot's getting another season. I think is really cool. Yep. Um, I like how they dealt with Screech because we haven't really touched on it because of yeah, obvious reasons, but uh, they referenced that he's on the space station with his robot, you know, which Kevin. I think is awesome. Uh, I think that's really fun. And and I, and I it as a person of our age, and I understand, you know, we're the nostalgic front, but also nostalgia can be goddamn poison. Uh, yeah. I like to see how that all worked out. It made me feel, and I like the idea that kids like teens today could watch that show and get into it, you know, because yeah. teens, teens today, my nephews know Saved by the Bell. It's been on television. You know what I mean? Like totally. So it, it, it makes sense that you could be able to see that, you know? Yeah. It's like when we got to watch the Brady Bunch movie in the nineties. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe that's honestly, we gave, I gave 21 jump street the credit, but I bet that did a lot for the genre, the genre of the reboot. Oh yeah. You know? Oh, boy. I wonder how well those movies age anyways, because uh, I have found that a lot of 90s meta comedy like yeah. didn't get the credit that it deserved when it was doing it. And at, like stuff like, when you rewatch like Demolition Man or Last Action Hero or a lot yeah. of that type of stuff, it's like way better now than it was. I wonder if that's the same case with uh, those Brady movies. I, anyway. I have not seen them, but I'm guessing the Brady movies hold up because comedies the they're so joke heavy and it's not yeah i guess oh maybe not though because it is kind of 90s based like it is set in the 90s yeah yeah they're so like making pearl very, jam jokes yeah and... but and on the other hand clueless i think holds up really well and clueless is bathed in all that stuff right. um but i think it holds up really well and is like a fun watch um I think I'd like to watch. Maybe we. You can know, it's it. a fun watch. I got this one with Mickey the Mouse. All right. You did a joke he, the other day that was, uh, your friend's pet died on your watch, but you don't own a watch. Yeah. And I was just thinking of like, if you were to expand on that, like my friend's pet died under my watch. He was a spider. I don't even know how he crawled under there. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, when it's it funny. Happens. That's funny. Um, boy. So Save by the Bell. I. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about, let's just quickly, we'll go through these characters, okay? Um, I wish there was a, an easier fucking way to pull them up. My God. There you go, Zach. Well, okay, so Zach, what was your take on Zach? Like, if you had to talk he about He was him. the coolest. Very cool. Very Great hair. Interesting. Had Good like sweaters. five different actors played his dad over the series. That's cool. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. My favorite moment with his dad is he calls his dad on a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. That's a thing we didn't even talk about. Zach's fucking yeah. brick of a cell phone was we like... We are. We just yeah, did. That's awesome. But he calls his dad while they're in the same room mm-hmm. because his dad is like the classic 90s dad. He's yeah. not around. He's not working too much, you know? And he has, Zach has to call his dad and he's like, well, this is the only way I can get a hold of you now because you're so into work, dad. You all right. I learned it by watching you. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah. Once again, Saved by the Bell just didn't really give a fuck about canon. No, every episode just was a new thing. And there was no other than. Well, because think... number Zach doesn't learn a single fucking lesson that he carries with. No, him. they do the. uh it's not it's serialized in the respect of like Zach and like Zach and Kelly are dating. They're a couple for a season yeah. or whatever. And then their breakup they're, is no, like a few serialized episodes. They're like 10 episodes. They're they're like 10 serialized episodes, but basically they all wind up being like anthologies. Yes. So, like no one so basically yeah, right. the saved by the prior to the college. Yes. You know, but high school saved by the bell is a bunch of like 10 episode anthologies. Yeah. Essentially. Of just like high school kids who all are the same. Uh okay, so then we got our boy AC, of course. Uh I loved AC. I thought he was a cool character because he was Oh yeah. As a child, I was like he's because in the first couple episodes of that of him, he's almost like a bully. Like he's made he's like kind of a bully. Yeah. And I like how he stopped being a bully but there was never an episode where they're like you got to stop being a bully and he's like okay they just like found his character a little better yeah and how Plus, yeah interesting uh they did a lot both a- ac and lisa were uh blind casted oh cool that's good which uh is saying something in the fucking what in the 90s yeah yeah or ni- 1989 or whatever um also you gotta love AC because the whole fucking Iowa wrestling thing. Hell yeah. Blue. I and I, I was too young at the time to have allegiance, you know. I didn't give a shit. But I just remember being like, they said Iowa on a yeah. fucking TV show. Who, who, by the way, uh yesterday just won the national championship. Fantastic. Isn't that crazy? That's great. First first nat- natty in uh 10 years. Nine uh, 11 years since 2010. Yeah. The uh also Iowa State had a that guy I told you about, Iowa State's wrestler David Carr, no relation. Yeah, he also was well, related to his dad who won. Oh, sure. Yeah, but not related to the former Texans QB or uh, current uh, 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 Raiders. Raiders QB. Um, yeah, but no, it's uh, funny. I was listening to uh, somebody was quizzing Mario Lopez about AC Slater facts. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of the questions were hard. And he was, you know, doing like 50 50. Like, yeah, what was the name of the girl that Zach and you fought over? And then uh, one of the questions was, what college did AC get a scholarship from? And Mario Lopez was like, Iowa, I know that. Yeah, that I know. Rules. I get that tweeted out at me all the time. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know? That's awesome. And then he, he referenced the t-shirts from Ray Gun. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. He, yeah, I, that was just such a cool thing. Also, the way they dealt with his dad being in the military and everything and him not wanting to be in the military. I loved. Old Albert Clifford. Yeah, that's right. I loved how he got that, like story a little bit you know yeah. they all they all eventually got their story of who their family was and stuff it didn't always matter like you said it didn't always carry on you know what i mean right. like they weren't different for it but it was nice to see that stuff um screech i loved screech as a kid uh i thought he was so funny i loved the idea that he was funny 
Um, he had curly hair. His name was Dustin. He was a lot funnier young. Yeah. He's just one old, of those. It's like, a tragic figure. And that's why the, the new class is so cringy. It's what happens with characters where you have to play them like dumb. And yeah. then they're around for like 12 seasons. Yeah. Is they like Homer Simpson or something like that, where it's just like you, you have these dumb jokes. And then yeah. all of a sudden, like the character is evolving into the dumbest person ever. Yeah. It's very, it's that's, that was kind of a bar, but I did love, like I said, I did. He was always one of my favorites as a kid. I thought he was so silly and funny. I loved him oh, and yeah. Zach's dynamic, how Zach was, a cool guy, but his friend was such a but, fucking nerd. But by the time Zach's trying to get married, yeah, and they're uh trying to make their way back to Las Vegas, yeah, they need two straight men to totally. play off of how bad and over the top, yeah, they need Screech to constantly be like, We're 23, get your shit together, yes. Uh, also, it's so weird that he like I don't remember in the new class what Screech's role was, but like he's he like in, Belding's assistant. Yeah, he was in high school a minute ago. Like it's not like he got a degree and he's back to teach. I think he teaches at some point in there. Um, he has his own office. He does have like, his own office. Half of the new class is just Belding Screech together. Yeah, god dang. Oh, really fun. And this is just a thing that popped in my head. A thing about um. Same way about that. I always thought it was cool. They had a teacher named Miss Wentworth, and we in elementary school we had an art teacher named Miss Wentworth. And it's not like it's Miss Jones. It, that's a weird name. And so I thought I don't think a, it's a weird name. It seemed very common. You know, a lot of people with the last name Wentworth. No, Jones. What I'm saying is, Wentworth is not a very common name. So the fact that there was a teacher on Saber the Bell named Miss Wentworth. Well, it's pretty common if I, you. If it's your money and you want it now. I am moving on. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no concept of what bit you're doing and what you're talking about. Well, it's my money and I want it now. Call H.G. Wentworth. 877-CASH-NOW. All right. 877-CASH-NOW. Spell it out a little more. 877-CASH-NOW. I guess I didn't. I See, I don't think of that. I think of when I hear Wentworth, I think of my teacher from childhood, not this commercial. I didn't think of. Call HG Wentworth. 877 cash now. Are you on Quaaludes right now? <laughs> what is that? No, those are downers. Those are depressants. Oh, I don't know. I'm not a drug guy like you. Uh, next up, we got Lark Voorhees. Oh, it feels like I am getting dragged. <laughs> uh, Lisa Turtle. What do you think of Lisa? Loved her. You? Yeah. Great. She really came out of her shell later in the... <laughs> she. I think Lisa is... Not enough... She... Uh, not enough. That's she what was, I'm going to say. She was always too cool for school, for coming back for weddings and uh, Hawaiian vacations. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Because that uh, was the weird thing. She was rich. She doesn't. We don't see her back in the new episodes. Yeah. You know? But she was like, there in Miss Bliss. Hey, we love you. Come on back. Yeah. You know, she's in the new season. She's in the new series, though, right? I don't think so. I think so. I might be wrong. Spoiler. But I, because th- I, I know there was a story. It was like a bait, a clickbait story. That's like, why isn't she in the new, the reboot? But she was. It was like a cameo. It was like a secret. They kept it a secret, and also, she does show up. Uh it's a pretty big deal when Lisa and Zach kissed. I yeah, was like, right. What? And and I remember like when that happened. Like 
again, I'm like 10. And I'm like, of course. Why the fuck have they not got? They are best and you friends. Have, you feel like you want to go out and tell like everybody. It's like, yeah. yo, dudes, my guys, did you fucking, did you fucking see what the fuck happened last night? Yeah. You're and everybody's like it. the challenger exploded. No, no. Zach and Lisa. Finally. Yeah. Zisa. That's right. Well, like I remember Black. like as a kid being like, why they set up like especially in the I'm so excited episode, they set up that Zach and Jesse are best friends from childhood. Like yeah. that's the idea. But like I, it always seemed like him and Lisa had a better chemistry. Plus, Zach was in Indiana. That's right, Indiana. Uh, and then that, Lisa came from there and stuff too. It's just it's very weird. Uh, I I even as a kid I had like character problems with the show. Oh, him yeah. and Kelly made sense. I think Mario Lopez and Jesse made sense, but um, all right. So then we got after that, of course, Kelly loved her. Great. Played oh, yeah. Perfect. Like kind Do of you the- realize how often she made it into my mash games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People are like, who are you going to marry? Well, it'd be like the two Kellys. Yeah. Who? Kelly Kapowski and Kelly Bundy. Rock? Kelly Bundy. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, it's like yin yang, blonde Kelly, brunette Kelly. <laughs> Yeah, but Tiffany Amber Thiessen was just like a uh, total babe from from go and for funny. She was 10 so, year old. She was oh, so yeah. funny. And she the way she played the the character like there's that role is in every TV show, but none of them. I can't think of a lot of shows where that role is played as well as she played it. I feel very similar with I know I brought it up earlier, too, but Boy Meets World. I think the Topanga character, you always have that role, the best friend that's going to become a love interest. But she played it in such a way that's different than anything else you've seen. Yeah. Um, yeah like she, uh, Winnie the Pooh Cooper. That's right. Winnie Cooper, same idea. She played it so originally. Um, and then, of course, we already mentioned her, but uh, Jesse Spano. Uh, I love Jesse. She, I kind of felt like she was like the mom. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. And that's because that's how the show was writing her. As and she was thrilled. three feet taller than anybody else. She was, yeah. And she was much taller than everybody. Um, I really liked when her and uh, AC got together because I feel like it gave them more of a interesting arcs to have as a couple. The idea also, of the jug, the, the dumb jug, jughead and the fucking uh, feminist, uh, strong, empowered woman wanting to. Also, speaking of jugs, watching showgirls in uh, <laughs> middle yeah. school. Yeah, man. Uh, after watching old, you know, you put Jesse that in- Spano on Saved by the Bell and then go to uh, extremely aggressive dry humping. Did you put that in your masturbation game too? Oh yeah. The uh, also uh, speaking of that, when things move on, uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen went on to be on Nine Hundred Two and Oh and was like, yeah, like a that like was a, so weird. Yeah, she was like a dirty she girl. Was like, she was a bad girl. Yeah, yeah. I remember there was an episode of that where I do somebody keyed her car, and she was like so pissed off, and she's like, just because I'm a slut, you can keep my car. I do love. Uh, once back to the college years again, mm-hmm. the style yeah, in the college years. Yeah. The entire way through for everybody. Yeah. is fucking fantastic. It's awesome. Kelly's dressed great. Fucking the other two girls, the drama girl, like yep. the wardrobe department crushes. Crushed it. Very. In the new really year. Well. Same, same thing did. with the music. Um. Then there's a, I mean, Tori, we talked a lot about. She was great. Um, there's a lot of extra people. This is an interesting thing that I didn't realize. Um, I'm just looking at the IMDb list. 
uh, Brigitte Wilson played Ginger. And I remember the episode with oh, Ginger. Yeah. But that's Brigitte Wilson, who from fucking like Sonia from Mo- yeah, and and Billy Madison, and Veronica stuff. Vaughn. Yeah, and do you know the, Do you know who she's married to? Pete Sampras. Yeah, man, that's fucking wild. I had no idea. And then of course, Tori Spelling was Violet, who was a big nerd. Yeah, she series. eats the everlasting gobstopper. Is that true? I don't remember. Yeah, she turns Violet. Oh wait, no, that's a different thing. Uh. It's fun to go through their IMDb because you scroll down through all these people who like, oh, uh, Punky Brewster was on an episode. That's exciting. She played in a character named Robin. Uh, just seeing like people who were nobody's then and they were in one episode of Save by the Bell. But Christine Taylor, uh, a, a Bill oh, uh, yeah. from uh, Hey, hey Dude, Dude and uh, Brady Bunch, Ben, ben uh, Stiller's ex-wife. She played a character named Heather in an episode. Because uh, you just see these people when they were young actors and actresses, and some of them have really taken on, taken off since then. So that's I, it's such a fun, such a fun uh, time. Yeah, there's not too many trajectories like Brigitte Wilson, Christine Taylor, and Tori Spelling. Another one, Denise Richards is on an episode. She plays. She's uncredited. She played a character named Cynthia. So ah. it's, it was kind of like a little like you know feeding ground for young actors and stuff like that. Young actors and actresses. God damn. Oh, Michael J. White. Fuck. Another Mortal Kombat alum. Michael J. White was in an episode uncredited as a police officer. That's, that's fucking cool. fun. Yeah, that's great. Um, so stay by the bell. Uh, I think we talked about it. Uh, you got any final thoughts? Oh, that's a fun section. Final thoughts. Final thoughts on Save by the Bell, Reem. Uh, that's good. It hits a lot of the boxes that you want out of like nostalgia yeah like the song is great uh it has plenty of stuff that has aged horribly that you can point at and laugh at but uh you know it's just i don't think it's anything you can take too seriously either because i don't think they ever try to take themselves too serious yeah i agree with that like, and, and I think when you watch them, like, I remember Jimmy Fallon asked Zach, he's like, now when you guys did the timeout thing, was that like, was that fun to think of on set? How did that come about? Was that in the script? And he's like, I don't know. They were just ripping off Ferris Bueller. That's all that was. Yeah. He's like, Ferris Bueller did that. They needed my character to be Ferris Bueller. So I did that. Yeah. And I like that. I think that's so funny. Now, one time, Reem, I don't know if you remember this, but on April 4th, 2017, you tweeted, Saved by the Bell, Mr. Belding, Bell, Ding. Oh my god. <laughs> Is that fun? Yeah. Uh which I thought that was a creative choice, but apparently Mr. Belding was just named after a guy called Mr. Belding. Now I have another treat tweet from you from March 19th, 2012. Oh god. If it's 2012, let's just not. Yeah, we can skip it. I feel like it's on the line anyway, but it's an interesting story. How about this? I can I sum it up in a different way? Did yes. your brother ever date a a girl who auditioned for Saved by the Bell? No. Well, you told a tweet and you also wrote hashtag true story in it where you suggest that. Huh. That's fun. Uh, I also was hashtag humble brag if you want to really put it into time of when that oh, tweet was Oh, if I'm out. putting like a lot of hashtags on a tweet, yeah, it should have just been deleted. I'm going to guess. Just old. I got to get rid of every old tweet uh golly um yeah twitter twitter's a nightmare it's a goddamn hellscape except for my fucking tony hawk one i missed that one uh, i do want to go over we yeah, were told please. to do top sixes yes yes uh yeah we'll just this leave is 
yeah. We'll just call this what the podcast considers the top six episodes. Yeah. Top six. Of- so you're doing top six episodes. Yes. I, I'll do that too. I can do top six episodes too. Go ahead. Okay. Here do we you go. Wanna, do you want to do them all in a row? Uh, yeah. Or if you want to just take a second and grab yours. I have, you can... I have mine. I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. Yes. My number six wrestling with the future. All right. And is that the one where he's trying to get into Iowa? Yes. That's the one when AC Slater puts the university of Iowa on the map. That's my number six. Fantastic. Now my number six, the fight. Do you remember this? One? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's they meet a girl mm-hmm. and, uh, they're fighting over her in no time. Best and it, friend. and it, it was direct. You could tell it was directed and they don't know how to direct action. Yeah. Because it felt way too real. <laughs> like, it did. I remember being like, Zach, no, he's your best fucking friend. Uh, okay. What's your five, bud? All in the mall. Oh, yeah. When they're at the mall and they find a bunch of money and it winds up being a uh, early reality TV show that wants yeah. to see what people do with money. And they're also trying to get you two tickets. Now, doesn't that also, they sleep in a tent in the yes. camping store. Yeah. That's, good story. Yeah. That's the thing that sticks with you. That's great. That, yeah. Cause that, well, that's my number four because that was, I just remembered the mall episode where they sleep in the tent. Yeah. Uh, and there's a great, fine. there's a great joke in that where uh, screech is like, Oh, I wanted to go see zombies ate my parents. And they're like, I always cry at the end when they call kill the zombie. And it's like, well, then why do you go watch it? And he's like, well, I hope this time they save him. And he well, hopes that, that they're going to change the movie's ending. That's funny. You bring up Screech and uh, horror movies because my number three is yeah. Close Encounters of the Nerd Kind. Oh. One when they're making a uh, movie with Screech as an alien. And That's then right. they decide to sell it uh, as to like the National Enquirer as yeah. proof that he's an alien. And then they get into a situation where like people are trying to abduct Screech because of the name. Which is, that's also kind of the plot of every episode of ALF. Like that's fun, right? Uh, It's like the writer was like, well, I have this ALF script and I got to get it in on time. I'll just word correct some of these character names. Absolutely. ALF, Uh, Yeah, switch ALF to Screech, replace. Uh, Okay, what was your number four? You didn't tell me your number four though. That was it. Oh, okay. So my number, uh, we'll go with my number four, was the episode uh, Cut Day. Do you remember this one? They go to the beach. I like all the episodes where they do something different. It's not part of the yeah. grossy ones, but it's where, uh, and then Zach has, he didn't qualify for Cut Day. So he's at school. Oh, yeah. And he's also constantly running out. And that was like the shit I like to pull in school. Where like, it was really funny to me once I got a license that I would be in class and be like, oh, uh, can I go to the bathroom? And then I would leave for four minutes, but come back with a fucking slushy from the quick shop. Oh yeah. Like I, and so that's where I, like, I really love that episode. Yeah. Um, okay. So what was your number three, big dog? Uh, Becky. Oh, what's this one? I don't remember this one. Uh, it's the one where they have the uh is going to get rich. Oh golly. Is that the, I think that's one of the last episodes. It's close to it. Yeah. The, the last the couple oil? seasons have, a lot of fucking bangers that yeah. like I loved. Yeah, yeah, that's the one where like they find oil under the school, right? Yeah, yeah. But Which little... in real life is so funny because it's like, wait, so they find oil under the school and the students are gonna get rich? How does yeah. that work? It just does. Yeah, that's really funny. Um, I really like uh the episode with uh 
Um, oh yeah, well it's called Becky anyways. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. The uh, the oil the is gonna the duck the duck Becky. Oh my god, that they fall in love with gets like uh, ruined. Yeah, and covered in oil, and everybody's like, "Well, wait a minute. If the money is gonna hurt ducks, I don't want anything to do with the money." Yeah, right. Um, I really like. Okay, my number four is or my number three is the episode where um they have the bracelets. Do you remember this? They make like friendship bracelets uh-huh. and then they make friendship headbands. And then it's like a whole episode about how capitalism kills because like, I think it's Jesse and Zach come up with the idea. They have to sell, they have to make a product and sell it around the school. Yeah. And then they come up with the idea, but then they break off into two separate companies and then they're like conniving and stuff like that. And it's, it's just a really good episode about how like absolute power, you know, uh, corrupts. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And I like when they do like those weird thought ones like that, those weird high concept ones. Uh, okay, you're number two, big dog. Well, I mean, this is going to be most people's top, near the top one, but rockumentary. Yeah, of course, case, that's my number the two. Casey Kasem. I mean, it's awesome. It's really great. It's just so fun and, and different. And you know what I mean? It feels different. Also, the scene where Zach is uh, a second-rate vanilla ice after he goes solo mm-hmm. and leaves Zach. Like, you really need to go solo when the band's called fucking Zach Attack. Yeah, that's right. Shut up. Fuck yourself, man. Right. Thanks like, your forever. ego is so big that you have to leave the band that has your fucking name in it. It's yeah. like Eddie Van Halen going solo and being like, no, this, is, this isn't Van Halen. This is Eddie Van Halen. That would be so funny. Yeah. That, or it would be, well, I guess, but that's what everybody does. Springsteen did that. You know, Springsteen's I mean, I got guess. Bruce Springsteen's albums and then he's got the Bruce Springsteen, the E Street album. But that slaps and that song's better than anything California Dreams ever did. Oh, yeah. I just watched actually this morning when I was doing prep for this, I watched a full episode of California Dreams. I am sorry. It's very good. The theme song, the rest it's of it funny. kind of falls off. In <laughs> all of these shows, you're always trying to identify. Okay, that's the Zach. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you got to pick out the archetypes. Yeah, totally. Um, God dang. Okay, so my number two. Oh, that's the same. It's also the that one. Because I wanted to be in music. I wanted to be a rock star. And I, that made me think that it's possible and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very good. And what was the song? Friends Forever? Friends yeah. Forever. Forever. Yeah, that's really Friends good. until the end. Talking yeah. about friends forever it reminds me of full house when jesse would do the like the beach boy not the beach boys episode but yeah. the one where he recorded that one song Plus, that's one of those things that pops up it popped up in jimmy fallon yeah it oh. popped up in the new show in college you know, we used to play like, in college when we'd have parties we used to play friends forever all the yeah, time yeah he got that shit off of limewire yeah exactly rocked yeah, it. yeah 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 um okay and your number one episode i assume it's oh. probably the same as mine what was what was yours Mine is the last dance. That's last the dance. Yeah yeah, 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 dude. I, you know, just like we were talking about. Oh my god, I gotta go tell everybody Zach and Lisa kissed. Ah, uh, I remember uh, watching boy. it with my sister and sobbing, sobbing. But, then, but like yes. in retrospect, it was. We didn't watch it like the day it came out. No, we watched it like in a on rerun, TBS, like, like three rerun. years later. Yeah. Oh, shy's in the big fucking Zach dressed as Romeo. Yeah. Like they're going as Romeo. How tragic is that? Oh. They're going to the dance, the costume dance as Romeo and Juliet. And I fucking hate what's that guy. And name? once again, you could 
Kelly's got some serious daddy issues because she goes for older fucking creepy yeah, dudes. Yeah. She let when like, Jeff. Jeff. When she leaves him for Jeff. Oh, I remember fuck Jeff. And we've talked. Zach's a piece of shit. But yeah. Jeff could go right there. Well, right to hell. Zach's a piece of shit. Zach's a child whose brain's not fully formed. Jeff was like 38 yeah. years old. Jeff and Lasky. Because yeah. she's with a college professor. Oh, that's and right. And she's also with. Uh, yeah. And also, uh, I know we've made this connection before on our previous podcast, but uh, Jeff uh, in the, in season one, sorry, uh, but Jeff is uh, uh, was also the dick in uh, Starship Troopers. Oh, who yeah. Who breaks up Rico and uh, Denise Richards. And so uh-huh. it's like, that guy's just got a fucking face for it, you know? Well, fuck everybody in Starship Troopers. They're all Nazis. Well, now, Reem, I'd say, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, who knows? Maybe I'm too inside. To I know. love segments. Feel like this was the first, feel like this was the uh, hell of a uh, uh, reboot at first episode. We got music playing right now? No. I don't oh. know. Maybe. I can't remember. <laughs> maybe. Listeners, you tell us. I thought it'd be fun to put you on the spot. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, we don't, we'll, get it. we'll, we'll find it in much like the We're Joss still Whedon. trying to find our footing. Much like, much like the Joss Whedon. Justice League movie. We'll find it in the edit. <laughs> uh, but man, uh, the first episode in the books of the new podcast sounds great. Get pumped. Um, we got a big, uh, big fucking April. We do. Uh, you do want to tease it? Do you want to tease what April's going to be? April on the nostalgic front. Get ready for Christian Slater. Spring, spring, spring. I don't know. Is that what we're calling it? I'm not, we can get a better name. I thought Christian Slater month was going to be pretty good. But okay. I like also, you know what? A lot of merits to Christian Slater spring, spring, spring. That's pretty good too. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we're going to be, uh, just gonna, we've teased a little, we've joked about Christian Slater movies. He's great. You, you know? love him. We're just going to watch our five favorite Christian Slater movies and talk about them. Yeah. That's it. So that'll be our, our, for the month of uh, April. Then, we're going to keep going. We got other things planned. We're going to... Uh, will we do another Oregon Trail style episode, perhaps? That's right. Will we do... We're doing one of those. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're going to uh, we're gonna do uh, more deep dives like this one where we talk about something. Uh, obviously, it's very similar to what we did on the fun sizes, but also a little more thought, thought out. And yeah. just so you know... We're definitely going to be taking uh, uh, TV shows. Yeah. Watching the first and the last episode and then... Uh, recapping that, yeah, I yeah. like the Mash episode or totally. Mask, Mask episode. Yes, uh, the Mask animated series episode we did. Yes. Um. So we'll be doing stuff like that where maybe we'll watch the first episode of uh James Bond Junior. and the very last episode of James Bond Junior. and then yeah. talk about it. Um, we got a lot going on. Yeah, it's gonna be really fun. So thank you if you're already here. Thank you so much uh, for season two. It's gonna be exciting. Um. Uh. Tell your friends all that kind of stuff. Now, Rain. Let's say somebody's brand new. Let's say that when we said at the end of that last uh, bracket episode, which was very fun, by the way, mm-hmm. um, let's say that uh, they did tell their friends and now their friends are listening. Where can they find you on the Internet? Well, they find me at Reamcore. R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. Uh, Reams Memes Machine is what you're going to find there. I'm making them. That's right. Yeah. Uh, writing them off the top of your noggin. Uh, That's with right. some help from pot and booze, of course. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's awesome. You can find me at Patrick Hasty. That's at P A T R I C K H S D I E. 
And you can go to patrickgacy.com to check out anything I have on there. I got, you want to read the pilot I wrote? You want to you wanna go listen to my comedy EPs? Huh? Go do that. You want to go see a YouTube video of what I look like? It's on there. Stand up. All that <laughs> kind of stuff. Uh, if you're like, I think this guy sounds like a fucking idiot. You can go on there and prove it. Uh, but do that. And also, more importantly, now, uh, the, the Patreon. We have a lot of you who are already on the Patreon, and we love you for it. Um, but if you're a listener to the show, and you want to support us in any way, I know it sounds silly, but the cost of the show is higher than it used to be because we pay for accounts to to, to basically uh, record over the internet now. Yeah. So we're doing that, but it would be a little easier if we could get a little bit more. So if any of you uh, don't raise your, if you already are paying, don't you don't have to raise it. That's not what we're asking for. Yeah. But if you're a listener, you, you just love got the show, that fucking stimmy. Yeah, throw throw us like I I know it's it's like a broken record thing, and it's hard to understand if you're not an artist. But like, if you give us two dollars a month, that's twenty four dollars a year. Right. That helps. That helps us. And 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 that money, all that money goes directly to the podcast. It's we don't. Like, it's like know. the only NFers account. That's right. Yeah, and then also. Once you do, you get the, uh, I still have Reem. I don't even know if people know about this, but we still have the fucking poker chips. The really cool. Oh, yeah. Patreon I don't even chips. know about that. There's probably people in the Patreon who haven't got their poker chip yet because we haven't looked it up yet. So let's let's get into that. Um, tell your friends, are we ending the same way as we always did? Or are we going to keep the new? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that's like good... that's too natural. Yeah, it is. Um, so uh, as always, tell your friends, be cool, never die. And as always, remember, if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. We can't get rid of it. You say, as always. It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.